What's up, party people? On this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast, we start talking about, of course, who is waiver wire worthy, as we do every single Tuesday. Keep you updated with all the news and all the events going around the league and let you know about our disappointing or fantastic weekend that we just finished having. All that and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, brain. You don't like me and I don't like you. But let's just do this and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. 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 This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex with Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome back to another fantastic, exciting, informative, and always entertaining episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless, here on my co host, live and direct with much respect. Alex Marchetti, what's up, BFAs? Welcome back, Matthew. Flex. I'm back. Yes, I'm back, and I'm back, and we're back, and we're back. Also, who's also back? I gotta stop saying back. But who's also back? Back to back to back to back. Yes. With the Mac, with the act in the trunk. It reminds me of like that. You, do you do you like Little Dicky? The the the, the rapper. Uh, the rapper, yeah. yeah like not asking about okay. anything else. Okay. Just the rapper. I just wanted you to clarify that real quick. The okay. rapper. Yeah, people. You know, gets lost translation. But anyways, the rapper. <laughs> he um. He said in that song, give me that song, uh, professional with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. He's like, I, I like that video too. I like the video too. Yeah, yeah. the video is cool. He's like, but I'm about to win the platinum back. I was like, I'm about to win the platinum packs, but not back to back. It's more like back to back to back to back to back to back till I stop rapping. It's pretty good. But back once again, party people, is the special Juan. We got Juan back on the show. Welcome back, Juan. What's going on, BFB? <laughs> What's up? What's going on? How are you guys? Como estas? Muy bien, muy bien. How was your week, guys? Como estaba el week? A week, uh, I, pretty much uh, a split for me. Ah, okay. Muy bien, muy bien. Yeah, a split. Muy bueno, split. muy bueno. I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it? I mean, I'm going to talk, talk about it, but talk I don't want to talk about it. This is a safe place. Um, this is a safe place. That's all you have to know, right? Yeah. I won three out of the five, so I'm three and two this week. And you are, Juan? In um, our league, I am seven and four. All right. Seven and four. All right, so you won in that one. Yes. And, and flex. I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about <laughs> it? No, I will. But um, So I was on the verge on very, 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 very good position to be my first 5-0 and o week. Very good position to be my 5-0 and o week. You jinxed it. I jinxed it by telling you. Because I told you if everything goes right, I'll be 5-0. and Yeah, I remember that. So in the FYPM league, I was down nine points. I had Damian Williams going. And yeah. he, of course, got only two points. Yeah. He, Not he, only did I only have Damian Williams, I also had Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I was down nine points with Tyreek Hill and Damian Williams. Both Nothing. went out with injuries. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's like the only way he could have possibly won if that happened, it and is, it did yeah. happen. Because yeah. there's no one, way he should have won. Rib and the other one with the hammy. Yeah, there's no way he should have won, Viviani. <laughs> yeah, but he wins. You gave him another day to live. Yes, because yeah. you would have buried him this week, but that did not happen. So, also in another league where uh, 
I told you about the monster team that I have. Did you hear about you know about my monster team, uh, Juan? That he's I have. Been, he's been talking about it the last three, four weeks. It's a crazy team. That trade. Yes. Go my ahead. team is now it's Drew Brees, uh-huh. James Conner, okay. Josh Jacobs, uh-huh. Devin Singletary is my flex. Okay. And my tight end is Gerald Everett. With you know, and then my wide receivers are Tyree Kill, Michael Thomas, and DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. <laughs> Who did you draft with? Your, <laughs> your nieces and nephews? <laughs> All right, kids, sit down. We're going to do a fantasy draft. So take it. Dwayne Haskins first round. That's a great pick, little one. Uh, oh. No, so I um, I... I drafted I drafted a ton of depth and I traded away a bunch of my depth. Like so players I drafted, like I traded away for DeAndre Hopkins, I traded away Mark Andrews, DJ Chark, and AJ Green. This is like three weeks ago. Three, four weeks ago I traded for him. Okay. And I got DeAndre Hopkins back. For for AJ Green, DJ Chark, and Mark Andrews, who I drafted all those. All right. Except for Chark. Chark actually got the way we were. Um then I traded away Aaron Jones, Tyler Lockett, and John Brown for Michael Thomas. This is once again about four weeks ago. Okay. So uh yeah, and I drafted Jones, Lockett, and uh, who else? And uh, John Brown. I drafted all those guys. Okay. I traded all those away. And then I needed, I desperately needed a tight end because like, I traded away at Mark Andrews and I needed a quarterback because it was Phillip Rivers. I didn't want to trust it with that good team that I had. Mm-hmm. So I traded away Adrian Peterson, who I got from a trade. I traded away Michael Gallup, which I didn't want to, but I just threw it in there because I didn't think he was going to take just Phillip Rivers and Adrian Peterson mm-hmm. for Drew Brees and Everett. Okay. So I just threw in Michael Gallup and he took that. So okay. that's how I built that good team. I made moves. Right. I was up 11 points. Up 11. Mm-hmm. Up 11? He had Eckler. I had Tyreek Hill. Oh, Eckler had a good game. Eckler had a good game towards but the I still, I still, he had that, I catch, was, that extra catch, yeah. Now, if I would have lost with Tyreek Hill putting on a good game, like like with his full, staying the full game and losing, and then Eckler putting on that great game, all right, I really can't be mad about that. Yeah, but the fact that you see him just, oh, touch his hammy, and then he just walks to the sideline. And, 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 so, but he's still standing there on the sidelines, yeah, and he's still like so not powerless. officially declared out. I'm like, he's just so teasing powerless. you. He's yeah. just teasing you. He's, I, there. he's there holding his, like, 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 like yeah. he's Bane, like holding the top of his, like, like shoulder pads. And then I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, all right, so, Hopefully the, the you know the the Chargers score again and then they have to put Tyreek Hill in. Hopefully this is the case and it no. It's a good sign when you see them with their helmets on and better keep it on. Yeah, but when it's off, you know what the coach said. Take off the helmet. So this is what sucks about that team because I made all those moves because of the fact was is that I had so much depth on that team and I had so much points building up on my bench that I need to make more moves to get all my starters in right. Right. Because because it was hard to pick each week who to play. So then I end up. Uh, making those moves, I won two in a row and I lost the last two in a row. Now, now on uh, the week before, I lost by one point to the San Francisco defense when I was down twenty. I was up oh, twenty four. They scored twenty five. That's a heartbreaker. Yeah, two, I was, two two heartbreakers back to back. Yeah, yeah, I was up twenty four. They had to score twenty five. So, but the skin of their teeth, these people had to win. But the point is this: is that now, in order for me to make the playoffs, right. I have to win my next two games. Have to, have to. And these other two guys have to lose. One of those guys, I am playing this week. Then. But the thing is, their next two matchups, so the other guy I need to lose is playing the worst team in the league. And then next week, the guy that I also that I'm playing this week, if I beat him, mm-hmm. is also playing the worst team in the league. Okay. So if they both somehow lose this week, like if I beat them both and then I win the next two weeks, I'll have a good shot by points wise. So it, my question is, if Tyreek is gone, who do you have? He gone. Oh, Marvin Jones. Not bad. He, Not bad. He has Could been be doing good. Well, he's gone this week. It's a bye week, so hopefully he'll be okay oh, for the week yes, after. Right. And, and <laughs> yeah. So, so but you're in a tough spot. but I still but I still who, who but would I, you put them? What do you mean? Uh, you're gonna start uh, Marvin, right? And I'm gonna start Marvin Jones. Yeah, Marvin Jones, DeAndre okay. Hopkins, Michael Thomas, all that. Yeah. Okay, you should be fine. I, I be, yeah, hopefully, we shall see. But the thing is, if James Conner's out, 
then that's a the problem. Then I'll have to start Devin Singletary. My flex would probably have to be I probably throw up a dart throw and probably put Darius Slayton as a flex. It's not bad. Probably put that dart throw. But that's you know what is funny? So last night when I was driving home after basketball practice and then I was driving my assistant coach home and then I put on the fantasy sports radio on uh, Sirius XM, right? You hear that doggy before? Or no? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So uh Lisa's Ann show was on. They said if you're not making the playoffs, you call us up and vent. I called up Lisa Ann and I ended up speaking with Lisa Ann on the show. And she made me feel a little better. Not in that way. But the fact is that because Lisa Ann said, he said, hey, Matt, if you don't make the playoffs with that team that you have. She called you Matt. Why not flex? No, I didn't yeah, think they well. take me seriously. They'll take you serious. It's all right. I just said Matt. So anyway. Hi, I'm Matt. I don't want to say flex. They'll be like, oh, this guy flex. You know what's funny? What's what really funny? One time I remember I called up and um, it was a Stephen A. Smith show. But uh, I, uh, I have spoken to Stephen A. Smith. Too. I didn't speak to oh, these, awesome. I never spoke to Stephen A. But it was Dave Rothenberg. What's your question? What's your question? Talk to me, man. What's up? <laughs> yeah, What's he's all quicker. He's like, hey, hey, it's Stephen A. Uh, great fan. All right, cool. well, I, I answer the question. He's like, ask the question. All right, come on. We, 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 you are talking to Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> you better so come funny, correct dude. with your questions. What did he say then? No, no, well, continue on. Well, well, I was saying, so then when I called up and then Lisa Ann, which she, she, I told her about the moves I made and then how I wasn't going to make the playoffs. And then she goes like this. She's like, Matt, I'll tell you this much. If you don't make the playoffs in that league, it's definitely not for a lack of effort. You're doing what you have to do to try to make it. So it's not like. Wow, she, she, she got deep with you. Like, she knows. Yeah, you know, I was like, wow. Like, like, I appreciate that. That was nice. And, she, yeah. and you know what's crazy? What she, she said. She, she, she was Delilah on flex. <laughs> yeah, she's like, it's not for <laughs> your <laughs> lack of effort. Comfort me the way she's you a, do after a fantasy loss. <laughs> she's the Delilah. Of, like, <laughs> no, it's okay. I don't know what Delilah means, but I'm sure Delilah it's Delilah from uh, uh, the movie Light of Femme. One hundred six point seven. She's been around for a long time. I don't Everyone listen, I don't calls because about bad breakup. The radio listen. show. She's been on forever. Is she no, like I, she, I, I, everyone she like calls Leon? and they they always like, hey, can you play this song for me? I want to dedicate this for my dear dear wife. I was like, yo, who broke up with me because I cheated? Del- but it's all right. <laughs> no, wow. Is she like the female Leon Phelps, the ladies' man? Yeah, she's right. pretty much that's what oh, she is. Wow. She's the comfort. Like if so yeah, someone went through yeah. a bad breakup, it's like I want to hear a song that would cheer me up. Can you do something? The lie. I said, well, Oh yeah, I'm sorry that you're going through this rough time. Wow. You're gonna make it. Don't worry about it. Future, well, future I went is through- gonna look great for you. And, and I'm gonna dedicate a song for you that's gonna cheer you up and. <laughs> You're going to be in a better place. And then she plays it. Then line up. 106.7 FM. Don't listen to that. No, stop plugging them in. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> so, with the advertisements. So They're not ahead. paying us for this. So Go after ahead. this week, you have to win. Now, so with I have to win. W- what do you see now for the outlook for the Chiefs for the rest of the season? Now? Uh, for them themselves or what they're going to do for me for fantasy? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> both. Both. Well, uh, LaShawn McCoy is also being tested for a concussion. But like I said, they are on a bye this week, so there's a lot that could happen. I mean, uh, for you know Tyreek Hill, I mean, I know he didn't go back in, but they didn't especially rule him out like right away, so they probably knew they had him if they really needed to put him in like that. Um, I don't, guess don't tell me that Darrell Williams looked like the guy that uh, Darrell Williams. <laughs> Darrell Williams show looks like an ad. If you guys, if. If we're talking waiver wise, right? We, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the waiver wire <laughs> well, pickups. I mentioned that because of the trade that I made. Yeah, oh, see, oh. I told him when he traded away Darrell Williams to get oh. back Miles Sanders, and I told him, and you gave away a, a pick, didn't you? Uh, second or third round, something pick. like that. But I told him a third. I, I gave up a third. I think you gave up a third. I think it was a third. But what I told him is that listen, Lashawn McCoy is towards the end of his career. He's old for running backs, at least for running backs. He's our age. And <laughs> right, we say he's old, but he's, he's like our age. Yeah, well, he's old for running backs in the running back world, like you know, in dog years and running back years, he's old. And then in like Damian Williams is also towards the back end of his career, 
So, but granted, he's 28, but he's also not that good. I wish I was 28. <laughs> Go ahead. Get you know, to the but he's not that good. So, Darrell Williams, by next year, could very much well be the starting running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, Sean McCoy's only on one-year contract. It's possible. It's possible, but I don't think it's happening. That's why you made the trade. Yes. And that's why, because I think it's possible, because of the possibility of it, is why I thought it was a bad trade. But anyways, so... um. So talking about that, Lisa Ann, thank you very much for making me feel better. That was very nice of you to say. It was, was nice words. I, you know, your effort. I tried. I did what I could. And we'll see if I even make the play. Now, now I'm in danger of not even making the playoffs in your league. I'm in the danger of not I'm in like danger of not making any of the playoffs. I think my 14 team league is your, 14 team and Dynasty panicking. are the this only ones. Panicking. <laughs> Flex is the ultimate panicker. He and starts lost. panicking and he just starts. Did you draft a lot of Tyreek? Going Hill? on tilt. A lot of Tyreek share Tyreek Hill shares. Love Tyreek. Uh, two leagues. Two leagues. Okay. One was the second round. He might be back for the playoffs if you could kind of manage these next couple of weeks. Well, when he said, "Oh, I have DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Thomas," I'm like, "I'm, I'm sure." Uh, yeah, you could definitely manage. But I still got to win. I lost the last two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now win. this guy, those, those guys, those guys are like four players in one. Yeah. <laughs> this guy just said that he's putting the uh, Christian McCaffrey on the block. I'm about to make a serious charge at him right now. I'm about to offer like oh, Michael yeah. Thomas. Someone is who? Who in their right mind is trying to trade Christian McCaffrey? I don't know, but I'm about to offer a Michael Thomas somebody else. There's always that's a ridiculous. No one should be trading away Christian McCaffrey. Did you see what happened last week? Nah, I'm about to, I'm about to offer him actually DeAndre Hopkins. Somebody else keep keep. Uh. Did you see what happened last week? No, but you're about to tell me. All right. So Kyle Allen had a horrible game, right? Four picks. Four picks. How many points did they score? The 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 team. Yeah. No, you're about to tell me. How many points did they score? Three points. McCaffrey saw 30 points. Exactly. The team scored three points. Kyle Allen had four turnovers. And yet, yet, Christian McCaffrey was the <laughs> number one running back of the week with 33.6 points. This guy is matchup proof. You could play him. Yeah, DFS, he's what, 10,500 10, in DraftKings? Just, just buy him. It doesn't matter. The team could score zero points, not even score, and he'll still end up as a running back one. How is that possible that he ended up a RB1 with the team scoring just three points? Because it, he could do that. Yeah, he he's he's what Andy calls is like I was I was going through his teams like who's your running back? He's like I have this team, this player, this player, and you know, I have the GOAT. I'm like the GOAT. I was like, who's that? <laughs> Christian CMs. McCaffrey. <laughs> He's calling him Do the goat already. Not getting more shares of him in re- redraft leagues. Well, I, I never had a top pick to even try to get him. So I, I cannot regret it. Like the I closest do. the closest I got was what, six? And he was def- he never you? fell what into the six rounds. I do not regret taking him in Dynasty. Okay. You picked him in Dynasty, right? Yes. Is your first he was your first pick? My first well, second overall, but first. Second overall. And you don't regret it, but you would have definitely picked uh, Barkley over. If I had number one, yeah, yeah, you, you and you would have probably regret it. Would right have, now. it would have <laughs> it would have one hundred percent been a homer pick too. Yeah, but it also wouldn't have been the wrong pick overall. But the reason I would have took him is because yeah, of Chris, Christian McCaffrey. He just I wouldn't have regretted taking Barkley number one either. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would see what Crafty's doing. I'd be like, a, I'd be like, damn it, but not like regret it. So he had fourteen carries, seventy yards, eleven receptions for a hundred and twenty-one yards. My man, Christian McCaffrey. So yeah, why is he trying to trade? What what are you gonna get in return? I'm gonna probably trade him James Conner and DeAndre Hopkins. He doesn't make sense. You have to trade him a start a starting running back. James Conner, if he possibly starts, and DeAndre no, Hopkins. you gotta trade him a healthy starting running back. And uh, 
one of the top guys. You know, if he listens to the show and then he sees his trade offer and then declines it because of what have you said, I'm going to slit your throat in your sleep. So, or something. so offer like- now before he listens to the show. Okay. <laughs> so let's move on. Any news and notes? There's always a lot of news and notes going around. Let's the go. League. Let's go over it. All right. So, um, wait, wait, I just lost my news. And notes. Oh, there we go. I found it about. All right. So, uh, yeah, as we said, the Darrell Williams show is going to be looks like it's here from now on. Uh, also, Coach Tomlin said the protocol will run its course for Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, and Ola Dinini, whatever, whoever he is. I know you mentioned about James Connery injuring his shoulder and his insurance availability, but it's still questionable for Sunday's game against Cincinnati Bengals. It is up in the air, divisional matchup, so it's a big matchup for them. They're still in the playoff hunts and not out of it, so we'll see what happens on Sunday when they go play against the Bengals. The Dolphins said they were made aware of a police matter involving Mark Walton this morning. They cut him immediately. So Mark Walton was arrested earlier Tuesday morning in South Florida. The running back is accused of punching a woman several times in the face and head. And exclusively attained document says uh, police say the woman is five weeks pregnant and Walton is the father. Uh, yeah, move on. No comment. <laughs> no comment with that. Uh, Jerry Jones on uh, 105.3 The Fan said he expects Mari Cooper, uh, Collins, and Demarcus Lawrence to play Sunday at New England despite dealing with these injuries. And... Um, yeah, and uh, uh, Jay Ajayi, of course, we see did not get uh, any kind of start in the game last week, but, you know, we all know he's signed by the Eagles now, so he's set to play with the Eagles. Uh, also, uh, McVay has no update on Robert Woods, still handling personal matters. Brandon Cooks expected to play versus the Rams. Uh, Robert Woods really Robert screwed Woods, you, right? Man, he screwed me over, but at least it doesn't hurt as much because I ended up winning because thank you, Keenan Allen and Bagley. Oh, okay. Bagging those uh, field goals for me. Bagley missed, missed one. He missed one, but still. I, and I still, you still won it with him? Yeah, still nice. won it with him. At Keenan, well, Keenan Allen did good. And I was going against Mike Williams, and I was behind by like, I was that trailing by like nine and Mike points. Williams had that crazy that last, last catch. I was, trailing, yeah. by like, nice I was trailing by like 15 points, I think. I ended up winning by eight, something oh, okay. like that. So That last catch gave a lot of hope. Yeah. It made it close. It made it close, but uh, I ended up winning, so it didn't hurt as much. I, I, I did play some. I did play and started some team, some players that I should have not, and yeah, Robert Woods really hurt me, but didn't hurt me as much because I still ended up with the W. It hurt a lot of players though, a lot of teams, a lot of teams are hurt. I feel bad for them because it's a Sunday night football game. You, there's not much flexibility there. Right. There's no one you could drop. Yeah, it's hard unless you're gonna, you know, if it's a must win. I, I'm sure you had to make that decision where you had to drop a player because you have to win. Yeah. Because it is, it, 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 there's no other way of you know moving on. Anyway, Matt yeah. Patricia said Matthew Stafford remains weed a week, and he wouldn't go beyond that about the status of his quarterback. Uh, yeah, and uh, those are pretty much the news and notes going around for today. Any news on uh, Marlon Mack's hand? Marlon Mack had surgery yesterday. He's out for a couple of weeks. They don't know when his return. They're hopeful that he'll make it back for the playoffs. Okay. Not fantasy playoffs though. I don't think he'll be back for. The, I think I think he'll be, he'll be back like last week, if anything. But he had. He's he gonna be playing had, with that club hand. Yeah, he played with that little Mickey Mouse hand, whatever, like that penguin hand. <laughs> the Mickey Mouse hand. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Uh, it, Sterling Shepard is back after practice as well. Mm-hmm. Full. So, their Darius Slayton might not be a, a good uh, waiver pickup. Just in case. yeah, and that sucks because he's been doing so good with Daniel Jones, but in this season, that's just been a lost season for the Giants. They should just, you know, put him on IR just so 
he's he'll be fine for next. Sterling Shepard. Yeah. Yeah, That's I think so. I think they should do that. It's he's he's a veteran already. He's been playing for a couple of seasons and uh, three. three, yeah, three seasons already. And uh, it's what what is the purpose? What what purpose would it serve for him to play out there and risk another concussion and end up like a Jordan Reed? This is uh what I read yesterday about James Conner is that James Conner's AC joint isn't worse than it than it has been after he left Laxby's games against the Browns. So they're saying that, that's what they're saying that it's not uh as bad, but you know it's just aggravated, and we'll see what happens. Oh, I hope I, I I own James Conner in three leagues. Oh, you have a lot of them. I love James Conner. <laughs> it's the cool name. Yeah, the Terminator. The Terminator uh, Conner. So let's see, let's see how how it pans out. At least, in, at least in one John of those Connor. It's John Connor, the oh, okay. last name we're talking. Yeah, 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 gotcha. Connor. 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 I had to kill John Connor. <laughs> uh, uh, don't you, know, you just love Arnold? Uh, yeah, you gotta love him. He was a governor of California, uh, and he... Uh, Go Chargers. Go Chargers. <laughs> Go Chargers. Uh, Nagy also on Trubisky's injury. He says he has a right hip pointer. It happened to the sack at the end of the second quarter. Allegedly hip injury. Allegedly. Should the Bears... Get a quarterback this offseason. Of course. Yeah, absolutely, man. Should it be Cam Newton, Andy Dalton, or a rookie or a rookie quarterback? Depending where they're at, because they're not going to have a top pick. So. And that, granted, that defense is not doing as good as it used to. It's still a very good defense. You don't want it to like start deteriorating. I would rather just, I would yeah, rather go for somebody like a veteran, a veteran at the moment. Yeah, yeah, the turmoil that's going on. It's kind of like infiltrated into the defense and carried on over. So maybe James Winston. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, Let's get ready to eat this W. Everyone <laughs> 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 around him's like, uh, e- e- yeah, I guess. All right, so let's go over this waiver wire worthy. Go you're doing a waiver wire worthy now? Or what do you want to go over? I just want no, just all right. Just want to talk about more big games, but it's okay. We can talk about big games. Wire wire. I talk about Ooh, games. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about games. Big big games. What games? Go ahead. Well, I I already spoke my piece about my game. I spoke my piece about my game that I had that was heartbreaking. That was that was that was awful. But you know what's what's happy in my life is that I got a brand new puppy. I'm, I'm I'm happy to put that out there now. So I got a brand new puppy. So that kept me busy at least to keep me away from the game and all the bad things and all. But I want to hear from you. Like, I want to hear from Juan and his fantastic seven and four season that he's having. So <laughs> that's what he. That's where he wants to go. I'm in the hot seat. Step on up. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> all right, I'm ready. Tell me. <laughs> you are ready, my friend. <clears throat> Fire away. No, tell me, tell me about it. Like, how's your team doing? How's your team looking? Oh, how's like, my team doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he's laughing. No, I had no questions for no, you. I wanted you to tell me about your no, team. Tell me what, uh, about my team. Uh, I wish I had more of um, a depth at the running back. I kind of went. Um, I didn't go uh, running back early, so I had to compensate for them in the later in the middle round. So I have Joe Mixon, who has a favorable last couple weeks into the playoffs. And he's been getting a lot of touches, so that's encouraging. Uh, he's catching also the ball a lot, so that's also good. Um, maybe I might find myself having a problem with, uh, at times, James White or Tariq Cohen. I think that's that's what's kind of um, a good sign on the Chicago offense is they need to realize that they have to get Tariq Cohen more into space because he's just so fast, so dynamic, and uh, just an easy target to get close to the line of scrimmage. They can't throw deep. Um, but I'm also loading up on, on players that have a high upside if 
an injury occurs. So it's always important to kind of play defense at times on the waiver wire. And so that's what I've been doing. And um, I had a down game from Deshaun Watson this last weekend, only four points. Yes, you did. It's just Lamar yeah, action Jackson. Yeah. But uh, going into uh, MVP, um, going into a division game. Uh, that was my next against question. Indianapolis, um, yeah, I think it was just a down game, so you could just count him. Uh, I I see a good game coming up, an exciting game um, to see who who takes the position in the AFC South. Um, but Kelsey also gave me a big game uh, last night in Mexico, so that was good. Um, I got him, and in case for his buy, which he has to buy this upcoming weekend, I have Dallas Goder. So Dallas Goder. Go there. So, go there. Uh, go right there. Um, I really, uh, I just have to wait and see who um, in the league starts uh, either doing drops or because this is the moment where everyone starts scrambling and making ads and, and drops. So you have to be wary what people drop. So in this in this year, right, I, I focused on getting some handcuffs and I came into a conclusion that handcuffs sometimes is just, it's not worth it. It's not worth holding on to some uh, some handcuffs because you get to a point, in, especially now in the season, where you have to make some pickups, and then you end up dropping these handcuffs that haven't panned out. So what was the point of holding on to these handcuffs? If you get to this point where you're in a must-win, you got some buys or some injuries like a Tyreek Hill, and if you have a Madison and you don't even have Dalvin Cook, then you have to drop that. You have to drop that player. In order to pick up another player that will be beneficial for you this week, not in dynasty, not in dynasty. Well, dynasty, you're talking about long game, a roster that we roster twenty six players. I'm just saying it because I have them. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Because <laughs> I have them. Yeah. In, in no, but week. I dropped them in other leagues that I had. I know. So right now I'm getting to that point in some of the leagues where I handcuffed some players, and you know, no injuries happened. Thank God that you know none of those players got hurt because we don't wish players to get hurt, but. Now I'm like, oh, I have to make a drop. I have to drop these players in order to better my chances of winning. I just, I just wanted to bring that up. That yeah. sometimes I think handcuffs is just ends up being too, too uh, overvalued. Yeah, you- and if not more than often, but you really do have to keep a, a good sense of um, faith in the offense, in the coaching, and it all has to come into fruition. It's just a hold. You're, you're, you're holding players onto a what if, and if they're granted the opportunity then i mean it's happened a lot where this in fantasy all these running backs get hurt and then step in step uh second stringer third stringer comes in out of the left field and just takes over and helps you win these leagues so a lot of them more than not they don't hit but sometimes when they do they really really win you their league so it, yeah. it, it's an interesting conversation because if you guys ever hear the fantasy football counselor Another guy that has like a podcast, IG guy. He had that like big controversy. Uh, yeah, because he's got like a really big mouth. You know, he's kind of like, you know, he talks crazy. He makes a lot of like wild predictions and he goes nuts. Like, you know, he's just kind of crazy. Like I remember that he, he was like preaching for like the whole offseason about like TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson, TJ Hawkinson. And then the first game he did, he went off. Like, see, I was right. I was right. And then like, okay, I was wrong. You know what I mean? Because it showed like, you know, it didn't do much. Anyways, the point was about him is that it was a... Uh, he said something in the beginning before he was like, don't handcuff. Handcuff is worthless. Do not handcuff. Um, But his like belief about it was a little weird. Like the way he was explaining it from what I remember, at least that he was saying along the lines about you have to believe, you know, your RB one is going to be an RB one. 
I'm like, well, yeah, I believe my RB1 is going to be an RB1. Doesn't mean that injuries are not going to stop him. Like, you know, like Dalvin Cook for, was a perfect example because he's so injury prone. He has such a history of getting hurt constantly and for a long period of time. He hasn't had a full season yet. And, uh, you know, so when you draft a guy like Dalvin Cook, you would expect somebody like um, Alexander Madison to be a good handcuff to pick, you know, in case of that. And he's like, oh, but if you don't believe Dalvin Cook's going to be healthy, then don't draft him. Like, I understand it, but I still think that handcuffing is still important. I think handcuffing is more important ha- ha- draft-wise. Hand- handcuffing is important if you're handcuffing your players. But if you're handcuffing other p- people's players, you're p- picking up other opponents' handcuffs, yeah. then You're playing defense. You're playing- you have to realize that. Some, some of the better teams have the better running backs, but they don't have their handcuffs. So you play defense at the end of the season. I've seen countless times the team not having their handcuff and at the end of the season they finally pick up their handcuff when no one else was 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 alive on the waiver wire and they won their leagues i mean if you win with your handcuffs your players great you were prepared for for the whole thing but there has happened countless times where people i feel were just coasting along the 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 league and then at the end they they get the the handcuff that they that they just fell up on. So you do have to play defense in that sense. The whole point of fantasy football is to win. Well, it's to win, but you get to a point where you must win. And, and that's where you have to knowledge, burn. And that's where that, that roster spot that you're burning, you have to drop right. in order to. And that's where your knowledge comes in, your, your, your understanding of how a team operates, how they deploy these players. If they're yeah. not deploying them, they're not using them, you drop them, you know? But you really have to be. 100%. No, like I, I dropped, I dropped Alexander Madison in more than one league, and because you know it's because it was a, I wasn't, he wasn't being used as I thought he was, and I needed the roster spot for that. You know what I mean? But um, it, it was just a little weird. Like I, I, I think his like his theory behind it was like that. Oh, you have to believe they're going to be an RB one. I'm like, I could believe all I want. It doesn't mean they're not going to get hurt. You know what I mean? No, and look, look how many running backs have dropped already, or have gotten injured. It's just those running backs that got injured and their replacement came. They just have been bust so far. No one, no running back really came off and took took the lead or end up being a, a a league winner yet. The only league winner at this moment it's is not even a running back. It's a wide receiver, and his name is DJ Shark. <laughs> Speaking of uh, running backs that have been bust, right? What do you guys think about uh, this guy who is coming back on the scene and he's doing what we would have hoped him to do for the reason why we drafted him, Joe Mixon. What do you what do you guys like really think about like 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 Joe Mixon? Uh, so far, we're coming back because if you look in like the first couple of games, was doing nothing. In the last two last three games, getting you at least seventeen points. You know, getting it and getting at least all these double digit carries with 17, 30, 15. Uh, he topped a hundred yards two games ago. He finally got his first rushing touchdown of the year. Believe it or not, yes, his first rushing touchdown of the year. Uh, what do you guys think about like uh, you know he's got three touchdowns in the past four games. What do you guys think about Joe Mixon? What he's been doing lately? First, no. I like I like Mixon. Uh, as you, Juan just mentioned about his targets. He's getting the targets now with Auden Tate in concussion protocol. That means more targets available for any of the uh, offensive players for the Cincinnati Bengals. And if you look at Joe Mixon's schedule, he has a couple of tough ones. He got Steelers, and then he got the Jets. Uh, those are like you're talking about. Jets Steelers. aren't tough. Jets are fifteen. They're, they're but the jet the Jets are number one against running backs. What are you talking about? They're not tough. They're not tough. No. Or against running backs, they are tough. Then they got Cleveland. Then they got the Patriots. And then you got to love if you have Mixon in the cha- and you're in the championship. 
you gotta love the the, the final matchup, week sixteen against the Dolphins. So definitely, I do like Mixon. It's very encouraging what we have been seeing from him because it it is a awful offensive line. You're talking about you're talking about the second string quarterback now as the starter, no longer Andy Dalton. And they they're the wide receivers are you know they don't have the top wide receivers so they don't have that many weapons so the the opportunities are there for Mixon he has been grinding it out you gotta love that and he's giving you some value production I do not see him as an RB one but I do see him RB two and with some RB one upsides every now and then Juan I I see I see that how the last games the momentum carrying on to the end of the season is important. A lot of players start off slow, and a lot of players that we're waiting to pan out with talent are not clicking for whatever reason, but now Joe Mixon seems to be hitting that stride. And if you could give me 30 carries any which way where the offense goes through me and you're in the fantasy playoffs, I mean, I just think that the opportunity, given of how how talented he is, he could really win you a weekend just in that in in that position being slotted in in your running back um he has that running back one ceiling and he's getting the work of a running back one um it's just like i said it's how you're finishing the season if you're getting fed and again all these favorable matchups are all pointing and all the stars are aligned then those are the players you need to have in your starting lineup and i think um the offense was stagnant and still somewhat is, but they are going through him all the time. And they're using him in the passing game. He just scored his first rushing touchdown, as Mm -hmm. Flex mentioned. So just because it's one, that's one rushing touchdown in week in week eleven already now. So is that gonna is there gonna be more? Yeah, Yeah, the the law scored one. The law averages means that dictate that that he's gonna get plenty more. He has to end up with at least like five touchdowns. And I don't see how how they're not, you know, going away from that. So and you have to be you have to be really um just paying attention to how the team is really using a player, any player that you choose to draft. And so what 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 it has shown me is that he has now his running back one ceiling for uh for the Bengals. Um. Yeah, I mean, me being a Joe Mixon owner, the guy who's like just grinded it out with Joe Mixon all year long. Of course, the one week that I benched him was three weeks ago, and he did seventeen points. God damn it! And then, um, did you lose that week? I don't know. All right, I'll check. Sure. I don't know, but I that's don't know. Cause that that will hurt even more. Did I lose that week? <clears throat> I don't know. I'll tell you. Let me see. What week was it? I don't know. Uh, three weeks ago, I did lose that week. But how many points did you lose? I would have lost anyways. I lost by 23 points. Oh, ah, okay. So that's all right. I'm so it doesn't hurt that much. No. <laughs> all right. So anyways, um, another running back I wanted to mention about somebody that had been grinding it out. Well, finishing about Joe Mixon is just, um, <clears throat> I hope it continues for <laughs> pretty much. I hope it continues because my only running backs on that team are him and Aaron, Aaron Jones. That's in my 14-team league. Yeah. Oh, well, Aaron Jones is at least paying dividends. It's, it's, it's not pretty. No, because he's but, a little frustrated with the split of uh, carries, but uh, he's getting it done. What's helping with me limited with limited touches? What's helping me a little, at least a little bit with that is because of the fact that I have other three really good wide receivers in between. I have four really good wide receivers on that team. I might trade away one. I have um or two because I want another really good one because I have um Devontae Adams, which has been up and down also. Uh, Chris Godwin, which is good, and then my other running backs are Robert Woods, Jamison Crowder, and John Brown. 
John Brown has been a wide receiver too. High end wide receiver too. He had a monster game. Last week against uh, the Dolphins, just yeah. So I mean, I might, because I'm, I've been playing Robert Woods in the flex for that, but I might trade one away anyways. But the point is, is that uh, Aaron Jones was my keeper, so he was my sixth round pick in that league. So that's what's been helping me out. I was able to take other good wide receivers to help you know carry the load. Um, Chiefs wide, I just got this update on uh, Tyreek Hill. Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill had an MRI on his hamstring injury. In the next day or so, they'll have a better idea for his timeline on uh, on him at that point. The team got back late from Mexico, so medical things are a bit delayed. He will have an MRI on his hamstring in the next day or so. so we'll MRI, see. that's not that's not good. Yeah, thanks, man. Well, I think more players than not get MRIs all the time for anything, whether if it's minor or major. But Glass half full. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> bad guy's news, looking bad news is, is always fast. And... Um, uh, he's such a speedster that you know they're very interesting. Reviews are always fast. Everybody writes these comments on this. The internet is so mean because there's people writing on these comments all about it. And it's still talking about like what a good guy, and they just keep writing stuff like that, like sarcastically. One guy, one guy wrote something. Well, something great. He wrote tequila would fix anything. That's a good thing to write. <laughs> That's good. Wow. But they all so just keep toxic. writing about like you know like nothing about like their fantasy team. They just write about wow, what a good guy. Could it happen to more city guy? Like ending results, still a scumbag. Like it's just, just the internet is mean, man. Yeah, it's, it's all internet it's toxic place. The internet is very toxic, and then you have players that just I mean, uh, uh, twitters or people just being mad that their team lost because a player got injured. I'd probably like, say yeah, I, yeah I, I intentionally got hurt for you to lose your fantasy matchup. Yes, I did that. Did you guys ever I, hear about Matthew I, Berry's rant on the Arizona Cardinals, the guy who runs their Twitter account? Oh, well, he did that rant like what, like a month ago? When, no, like four weeks ago. Yeah, about a month ago. Yeah, you're when right. Duh, they played Chase Edmonds. Uh, Chase Edmonds. Ch- Ch- Chase Edmonds. Edmonds over like D- David Johnson. Yeah. He killed. Yeah, against the Giants. Yeah, yeah but what it was funny, yeah. what it was funny <laughs> is because of... Uh, he went on a rant because the guy said, "Hey, to everybody who's sad about their fantasy team, just enjoy the win. We are." And he went, and he had a kind of a point. I, I just saw a Twitter post that he put. Is that what? Yeah, you're yeah, going yeah. Going yes, to? He put, like since putting out this tweet, the Cardinals are on four. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. true what he said because it's like you know, like before, like all this fantasy football. Like, who do you think like always watches all these games? You think all, all, like, a bunch of non-Arizona Cardinal fans are watching your games? No, it's a bunch of fantasy football fans who are watching the games. A bunch of fantasy football fans who know about the players. You think anybody on the, on, on this team would know about uh, Ricky? You know, like not Ricky Jones. Uh, Charles Clay being on the Cardinals if they're not a Cardinals fan. No, they're fantasy football players who, and it's true to an extent, of course, because fantasy football is, of course, like king in the fantasy sports realm. It's a billion dollar industry, and it's just like so many people following, watching, and follow all these teams and know about all these teams because of the fact that fantasy If it sports. wasn't for fantasy football, we won't know most of these players. We wouldn't even be friends. Yeah. <laughs> like Charles Clay, like people, you wouldn't know that Charles Clay played for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, no, nah, I would have never known that. Known that before. I know yeah, that. Because no, you know that football. because of fantasy football. Absolutely. So, like, how did he do against when he was a uh, Buffalo Bill uh, tight end? I'll, he did I'll, all right. He had, like, one good season. But I'll be but honest. how do we know that? Because we played fantasy football. But I'll be honest. Like, I followed football to a short extent because I was always a huge, huge basketball fanatic, you know, playing basketball, coaching basketball. So, like, I was a sports guy in general. But, like, put it this way. I know about baseball to an extent, but I don't know it that much because I'm not a great fantasy baseball player. That, that's why I don't follow it as much. You know what I mean? So that's really the case with it. Uh, anyways, moving on. I thought it was funny that it. So I want to ask you guys about another running back that uh, also you guys, you know, most people held on to for a very, very, very long time. Another person that I own in Dynasty, which I thought was a pretty good pick for me since I wanted more running back depth, and now it looks like I love David So Johnson. we're talking about all players that you own, huh? That's why I know most about them, and I can ask about them. Yeah. You wanna, that's how I know most about what's going on with them, because I own them. Or call us separately. Why do you bring us in here for this? 
Go ahead. I need advice on my teams, guys. <laughs> yeah. He's picking our brains right now. Oh, am I facing you? I'm not no, facing I, you. I already beat you twice. Yeah, and you I beat did. you last week, Juan. But yeah, it's okay. Right. So, <laughs> so, but also, on. no, not about it. This, was, this was a question that somebody asked me earlier. Um, shout out to my boy, Jeff. He won the fantasy baseball league that we had. He's all, you know, he's a really good friend of mine, Jeff. That was a long ass season. <laughs> <laughs> What was? Didn't you and Andy have a team? Oh no, you had your own team. Or yes, you, no, no, no. We, we oh, you yeah, and Andy. Yeah, and then, you, and then you did some moves. They used the sabermetrics. I got this. Metrics, I got this. Yes, at the and then you ended up being like one of the worst teams. And I mean, team. no, we remained the worst team. <laughs> we did. No, no, we didn't move from where we were. No, we, we wanted just, to stay put. Exactly. Uh, and Andy blames that uh, the league, the team, because of you. Oh, but some sw- but wasn't the team name I hate? Guy, on the fall guy. Wasn't the team name I hate? Fantasy baseball or something like that. That's the Andy. Name. That's yeah, an Andy name. At first it was. And I came in and I changed. I was like, what's up with this attitude? We're not going to lose. And we just lost the rest of the season. That just, you know, because we don't, we're not um, fantasy um, baseball savvy. But no, it's, yeah. it's, 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 we tried. We it's took a shot. We're not it's doing it again next year. No. We tried. No, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm it's good. A work in progress. We'll, we'll get our baseball division up by somebody who's more qualified for this. Yes. Anyways, uh, talking about. Um, a running back that he actually about also, if you guys could trust him as a running back for the rest of the season, because he has done good, even though he hasn't played most of the year. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt has been playing in the last two games, 54 and then 55% of the snaps. The biggest thing to keep Kareem Hunt alive is not so much his attempts at rushing, which is only 10 rushing attempts within the past two games, but he's had 17 targets between the past two games. Out of those 17 targets, he has had 15 catches. No, sorry. Is it 15? No, 13, excuse me. 13 catches. So, respectively enough, with 14.4 and and 11.8 in full PPR leagues, those are his last two uh, points for Kareem Hunt. Not too bad. I mean, granted, not worth for a guy that you're holding on for like eight, nine, for like nine weeks that you held him on for. But also not too bad. You know, listen, it's encouraging to me. It's encouraging. If you're somebody that lost Marlon Mack recently and you need somebody like Kareem Hunt, it's I think he's worth a flex spot going forward. What do you guys feel about him going forward on? I mentioned him in Friday's episode. Uh, I, he's it's very encouraging. I like I like what I see from him. He's actually like the third weapon now for the Browns. Obviously, they're trying to utilize Odell Beckham as much as possible, but it hasn't been converted into points yet. Jarvis Landry's looking like the better wide receiver there. But ever since Kareem Hunt came into the scene, he's getting the targets, he's getting the production, and it's not really hurting Nick Chubb as much. So, even if they're thinking about thinking about utilizing it more on the ground, that, that means there's going to maybe be more upside with uh, Kareem Hunt. And they're using a lot of running back, uh, two, right, uh, two running back sets in their formations. So, they're utilizing both running backs at the same time. I like it. I, if you look at his schedule, he got the Dolphins next. You got to love that matchup. Steelers, Bengals, Arizona. They probably have the best schedule. And uh, and once you get to the championship, is you know it's a fifty fifty. You're going against the Ravens. Cleveland to me has the best schedule going down. The, yeah, the they do have playoffs. a. They did, uh, Odell definitely has a way to catch up, and then uh, Baker Mayfield too. Kareem so, Hunt does merit some, you know, like definitely fantasy starter worthy. And if, if if you look, this correlates with how Baker Mayfield has been doing because the last three games that he's you know, the strings of games that he had, he has been performing better, and. It probably has to be due to the fact that now they have Kareem Hunt in addition to the last two weeks. So that's given them or given him and the offense a lot, a lot more flexibility and more uh, keeping the, the defense a little bit more honest. 
in the way they approach the team. So, yeah, I like Kareem Hunt. I see him solid flex play with RB2 upside. Fair enough. Juan? Yeah, I agree with Alex. He's getting the work in the air. Um, a solid flex uh, RB2. He's not getting a lot of snaps as carries, as rushes, but he's getting a lot of work through the air, and that's what counts, and they're using him a lot, and Baker quietly has put together a couple of good games and has been using him a lot, and he's been effective. So going down to the to the finals, that's that's great. If you have him on your roster, great. Keep him. And if anything were to happen to Chubb, then, my goodness, then you really have you know yourself a good player there. Yeah. All right, fair enough. So you guys trust him moving forward with a flex with upside. Yeah. yeah. Uh like does it does it on do like does it justify ha- uh handcuffing him for the whole season like drafting him and holding on for him th- this entire season? Do you think it justifies that still with the way he's performing? I don't um, think so. Well, I don't know. I mean, some and, people yeah. might have picked him up, some people might have had him rostered. If for, you had and most leagues up, that right? I've been that I've been participating in his uh he's been drafted. I and think h- hasn't been dropped. I think I think if you look at this whole season that we have seen so far, which pretty much coming to the end of the last two weeks of the regular season, for most leagues, some weeks start their playoffs week fourteen. But for most leagues they start um sorry, they they start week fifteen. They have the extra three weeks, whatever. So but um most most playoffs start week fourteen. Um I don't think that there's besides DJ Chark and Terry McLaurin for a little bit, because he's going down now with Dwayne Haskin. I don't think besides Shark that there's really been any like major elite, wa- elite like waiver wire pickup. Hollister maybe. The tight end for the Seahawks. No, he hasn't been doing like that fantastic. He's still he's still available. You know I mean he's part of my waiver wire like pickups. I mean he's not, you know, he's not like elite. He's still available. He's only owned in fourteen percent of leagues. He's looking like uh, he's right doing now. good yeah, right now, but I'm more, but which he, should be more. Due he to should be more. But what I'm saying is that like, I, don't, I don't think like all year long there hasn't been any like real big pickup that has really like stayed with you all year long. Besides, really, DJ Shark. The last game, I can agree uh, with that. Uh, yes. uh, DJ Shark had a quiet last game, or Did, sh- he what? killed nah, he like thirty he, points. With Foles? It didn't the hurt him before. at all. What about the week before? Uh, yeah, he he had a off game, but okay. that's about it. No, but he's had a couple of off games, but he's still like a top ten wide receiver. Overall. No, with Nick Foles, he was balling. Yeah, before Nick Foles, before the bye, he had only seven points, but then you know 19, 10, 36, 17, 18. Like he's still killing. Uh, you know, getting a, a ton of targets. You know, he's, he's in the past. Uh, Three games at 15, 9, and 12. He's still getting an abundance of targets. He's still getting a lot of looks. He gets a lot of touchdowns. This season so far, he's had uh, four, five, six, eight uh, touchdowns already. So, you know. He's looking like like the truth right now. Yeah, yes. he's definitely next year. Gonna, I think next year is going to be somewhere like a top four round pick. You know who could end up being a league winner right now is Debo Samuel. Well, he's part of the waiver wire pickup. Are we going to get All into right, that now? Into, uh, well, How much time left we have left on the show? Tell me, and then we'll see if we get into it. We're in deep. 46. Deep 46. All right. Well, we can talk a little bit more. Let me talk a little bit more if we get, we'll finish off with the way right, cool. pick up. One question I want to ask you guys, too. Another one is I want to see. So this is really hyping up. It's not so much fancy implication, a little more of a football talk. But still, who do you guys think is going to be the MVP this year? Now, we know the race is hot between four quarterbacks. And, of course, with the whole Colin Kaepernick situation, it's the four black quarterbacks. But, it's you know, the whole situation going to that. But it is Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, uh, Pat Mahomes, and Dak Prescott are like on fire as quarterbacks, killing it, taking the league by storm. Do you? Uh, what do you guys think about the whole situation going on? So, to me, the league, uh, the 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 one that's 
on the run right now, like on, as far as first, is Lamar Jackson. He's, I mean, all those quarterbacks are just fantastic, though. It's, it's either Russell Wilson what a or Lamar Jackson. You got to give it to him. It's either one of those two. I hate his hair. Pat Mahomes, you cannot give it because he, he's been hurt for a couple of games already. So he missed out a good, a good amount of games. So that that he's he's out of the MVP race unless he does something remarkable in the next couple of games. Uh, but to me, is Russell Wilson. I don't really put Dak Prescott. He's to me, he's third runner up. It's gonna be either a toss up with Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson, not for nothing, his efficiency has is off the charts. It's off the charts. He to me, he's the best running back in this in this game. So if they if they want to go with like the best, I mean best quarterback. Sorry about that. The best quarterback in this game. If they want to go with the best quarterback, you have to give it to him. If you want to give it to someone that has overachieved immensely, it has to be Lamar Jackson. The last pick of the first round of two seasons ago, of well last season, right? Uh, the the player that a lot of scouts said, said he should be a wide receiver. And to all the naysayers, he has proven that he's a quarterback and that he's the Vic 2.0 or even better than that because the way he's playing, it's I don't think Vic, Vic, Vic has the speed or the agility of what Lamar Jackson has been doing. He's been just taking over the, the, the football world by storm right now. So if, if you're approaching it, the best quarterback in the league, I, I, you have to give it to Russell Wilson. But if you want to give it to a quarterback that has overachieved, and it's, it's 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 just you're talking about a highlight film, a human highlight film, highlight film. That's what he is. It's Lamar Jackson. What do you think, Juan? Yeah, Lamar Jackson is definitely the more exciting player to watch. He is. I mean, if he keeps leading and rushing, um, he I might break the win. he might break the record, Michael Vick's record. So yeah, he's yeah. On pace. I, I don't, I don't, tr- I don't um, trust any quarterback the way I trust Russell Wilson when it comes to winning a game. Um, with that said, I think I'd go Russell Wilson, but I mean, the season that Lamar Jackson's had is just, is just crazy out of this world. I remember before the season started, the uh, odds for him winning the MVP were 80 to one. And then it went down to 50 to one after they saw him play in the preseason. Now he's the favorite. Now he's the favorite. So, uh, if he keeps keeps getting, um, if he keeps getting those games where he's just getting such a big chunk in rushing and he starts throwing more touchdowns, then I could see him easily going getting away with this um, with this uh, MVP race. But mine's is on uh, Russell Wilson. He, he has a total of 788 rushing yards so far. That is insane. Um, <clears throat> just so, you, so, you know, this is what we, like, what we say about always draft late for a quarterback, wait for a quarterback. Last year, you could wait super late for Patrick Mahomes. This year, you could have waited super late for Lamar Jackson. You could have waited super late for Dak Prescott. You could have waited super late for, no, not super late, but you could have waited late enough for Kyle Murray. You could have waited super late for Josh Allen and Kirk Cousins. All of these right now, top 10 quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson, the number one quarterback. Dax Prescott being number three. Kyle Murray, number four. Josh Allen being quarterback number six right now overall. These were all quarterbacks that you could have waited for super late. And you could have got like Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson doing better than Sean Watson. Guys like Josh Allen uh, and Kyle Murray doing better than Aaron Rodgers. You know, obviously, you know, with the injuries of Cam Newton and all this other stuff, you know, but Baker Mayfield. So just wait on a quarterback. Wait on a quarterback. This is, you know, it proves time and time again. Just wait on a quarterback all the time. Yeah. Um, 
All right, let's go over some some players that are waiver wire worthy and to see who's um, out there for you to take pick up. As you mentioned before, Debo Samuels, you mentioned, he's definitely over there as waiver wire worthy. He's only owned in 25% of ESPN leagues. I am sure after people hear the advice from this episode, because everybody obviously listens to this show, they're going to gonna be going shot up. It should be the first person you go and pick up off your waiver wires if you are in need. Of a wide receiver, even if you're not, I mean, there are a lot of people on a bye this week. There are a great number of players out, um, you know, with the Cardinals, the Chiefs, the Chargers, and the Vikings. That is a lot of offensive weapons that are out overall. Uh, so, yeah, Debo Samuel is definitely somebody you got to look and pick up off the waiver wire. Yeah, I, do, I definitely like him. Uh, I picked him up last week. Uh, I, I just like the matchup, and especially with uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, he ended up playing. Yeah, I know. Emmanuel Sanders ended up playing. I was strongly convinced that he was not going to play, and he ended up playing. And, but despite all that, I started Debo Samuel, and then it, it paid up. It paid up in, uh, in uh, most leagues. Another player that should be picked up uh, is a running back for the Detroit Lions. It's not T.Y. Johnson. Ty, Ty. Johnson. It's Bo, Bo Scarborough. Who? Bo Scarborough. He's an Alabama alum. He his metrics. You gotta look. He he's he's up there. His agility, his speed score, his burst score. This guy's on the 90, 90th percentile. You saw what he has done, in, in when he got promoted from his pra- the practice squad, he immediately paid dividends. He's a player that uh, is owned in no leagues right now. And to me, if you're very thin in running backs, let's say you have lost James Conner, and although he's fifty fifty at the moment. Marlon Mack is the best thing you could say. Oh, Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. Sure. Yeah. Uh, why not take a shot with Bo Scarborough? He, he, you know, he was drafted by the the Cowboys, and then he got you know released and moved on. But he, he he's a player that uh, I'm very interested in. Uh, running backs is uh, very thin. You know, you're not going to get anybody at this moment that might have the amount of touches that he has the potential to, of getting at the moment. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Daryl Williams is not available on the way of wire. If he is, pick him up. Go ahead. You know what's funny? You know what's a ballsy move that Lisa Ann, as I when I when I was waiting to speak to her yesterday when I called up, you know what she did last week? She do. benched James Connor for Daryl Williams. What made her do that? Would oh. you have done that? No. Quan? That sounds crazy to me. No. I don't believe. I don't her. think. No, she said she did that. She didn't trust him coming back from that injury at the missing two weeks, and then she was like, "I'll she's just take a, a shot league. with Daryl Williams." She's in a deep, probably league. in a deep league, she's, but she has to be like in a fourteen, even if you're in a sixteen team, even league. if that is a deep league, how can you bench somebody you took like in the first second round? Yeah, I I, I can't understand that. And she benched him for Daryl, and he did good yesterday. Everyone's situation is different. <laughs> yeah, uh, just that's kind of. Uh, I would have never that, recommended that. That's very ballsy there, uh, and it worked out. That's like, no, nah, I, I won't do that. I won't do that. Lisa Ann can see the future. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Like I guess. Uh, another person that you should pick up that's also off the waiver wire, another running back, uh, not a pretty name, not a, actually available in every single ESPN league right now. So, guys, get on your phones, put in your claims. Also, Jonathan Williams, we mentioned about Marlon Mack also being gone. Uh, he saw some action. Prior to when Williams broke his hand, not really much. Uh, it, it's going to increase now with the injury, his role. We see as Neon Hines being more the 
you know, uh, change of pace kind of running back. The guy play, you know, like pass catching as he's Satellite, always been. Yeah, yeah, exactly as he's always been for his old you know career as a pass catching back. And Jonathan Williams seems to be the guy that's going to get the bulk of the carries, or at least a lot more uptick in carries and uptick in usage behind that good offensive line that is with the Indianapolis Colts. So it's definitely a good pickup there, Jonathan Williams, to pick up for the running back for the Colts. You know, he's gonna miss a couple of weeks. You need a little last minute playoff push. You have some. A bunch of players are on the bye this week, especially with running backs. I mean, if you look at the running backs who are on the bye, of course, like you said, uh, Darrell Williams, David Johnson, or Kenyon Drake. You're missing Melvin Gordon. You're missing uh, Austin Eckler. You're missing Dalvin Cook. There's a couple of really good running backs that are out there this week that are, you're missing because of the bye. So you need that last-minute playoff push. Uh, you know, Jonathan Williams could possibly be that guy. Uh, I have one, but this is more in deep leagues, even possibly dynasty might be available. It's Tim Patrick. He was it. Activated by that's the, deep, yeah. That's deep. I'm just, I'm going there, you know. I like to go deep, I like to give uh, Pause just na- in case <laughs> for me, not what you said, what I said. <laughs> All right, so he was activated against the Vikings for first time this season, and he provided 11.7 fantasy points for the Denver Broncos. He had 73% of the snap shares with eight targets, four receptions, 77 yards. He's a player that might be available in dynasties, or if you're in a deep, deep league and consider playing the Royal Williams <laughs> like last week like this girl did. Uh, Tim Patrick might be a good fit for you. I know the first uh, couple of games that he has is not going to be pretty. It's going to be the Bills and the Chargers, but after that, you got the Texans, the Chiefs, and Detroit Lions. So that's a good playoff championship schedule for Tim Patrick because uh, Brandon Allen has looked good. He's has He's looked better than Joe Flacco. Not for nothing. Yeah, he he's been done, doing right. He's been doing all right. He he's doing good. So yeah, Tim Patrick is a player that I do recommend. Uh, another player that I recommend also to take, also especially because one big thing that you're missing across the board with every single one of these teams is a quarterback. You're missing Kyle Murray. You're missing Patrick Mahomes. You're missing uh, Philip Rivers, and you're missing Kirk Cousins. All startable, playable quarterbacks. I mean, Philip Rivers being you know I think the least of them all. But still a startable, playable quarterback, nonetheless. Despite the four interceptions he threw last night, he still he still he still got uh, me nineteen looking, points. He's not looking good. Man. He still got me nineteen points. He's he, so he just he just pulled the J- Jameis Winston. Yeah, that's what he did. He still got me nineteen <laughs> he points. Pulled the Jameis Winston. Hey, he got you to win with Keenan Allen. Yeah, he did. So thank yeah, you. so thank it's you like for the Rivers. don't get benched, please. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. <laughs> so uh, the point is that you know you're still missing all startable, playable running backs. With that, I and this quarterbacks. Is, quarterbacks, excuse me. Sorry, you know I'm not that smart. Uh, quarterbacks. Sam Darnold is definitely a big pickup to me. He's got a really good schedule going forward. I mean, I really don't think there's not a better schedule going forward for this playoff push than the Jets have. They had a win streak going. They won the last two weeks. I don't see any reason why they won't probably miss the next couple of weeks' games. So Sam Darnold is definitely somebody that you want to go and pick up. Definitely somebody you want to go and play. I tried to play keep away Viviani last week, but I did that with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo instead of Sam Darnold. And Jimmy Garoppolo ended up scoring more points. But still, he's going against Oakland, Cincinnati, Miami. Awesome four matchups. I mean, then it gets a little tough when you get to week 15 to 17. He was in Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Buffalo. But for the next three weeks, Oakland, Cincinnati, Miami, great, great, great games to go against. Big push coming from the Jets. And Sam Darnold is definitely a quarterback that you could have that you could start for these next couple of weeks. Another quarterback you have to mention is Baker Mayfield. What? Baker Mayfield. He's going against Miami this weekend. You saw what Josh Allen has done. He was the number two quarterback for the week, Josh Allen, right? So Baker Mayfield has like thirty six points. 
Baker Mayfield has been playing pretty good, pretty solid. He has been providing you 17 points all across and 21 against the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's going against Miami at home. And you saw what Josh Allen did. Look, look at the out of weapon with Kareem Hunt. And you got to like the playoff schedule that he has coming uh, coming up. He has Miami with Pittsburgh, then Bengals. Then you got Arizona. And the championship round will be Baltimore. You probably could pivot and play another quarterback there. But Baker Mayfield, he's not owning a lot of leagues. He's, a, I think, a good streamable option for at least this week and moving on forward. Juan, you have anybody you want to submit about the way you that you know about? Off the top um, of your head? I mentioned uh, J- Jonathan Williams, the one who who has me intrigued. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna pay close attention to see um, this as a speculative ad uh, for the time being. For this week, Thursday, Jonathan Williams does seem like the um, best running back available because there's no one available. But he did show a lot of stop and go and explosive plays. And the thing is that line. That line is is just in. Amazing. Um, Naheem Hines vultured the touchdown. He had fewer snaps, fewer carries, but that was just after Jonathan Williams got a a lot of work done on that drive. So the one to add for this week would be Jonathan Williams. Um, I also think Jordan Wilkins um, might be cleared from his ankle, so he's saying that he was deactivated last week. I'd rather so, pick up Jordan Wilkins. So it, th- those two yeah. are, are good speculative ads, I think. However, we'll see Thursday how they use them. But whoever comes away with that job in, in Indianapolis, I'm interested because oh, of that line. That line is good, yes. Very good. Uh, also, another thing that you're missing you're also for this week because of the bye weeks, you're probably missing – uh, big names in the – oh, wait, no, he's on a bye week as well. Sorry, forget it. I was going to mention uh, Kyle Rudolph because he's doing good, but he's on a bye week as well. But still, if you're missing um, Hunter Henry and uh, Travis Kelsey, another good uh, – you mentioned him earlier, Doggy, another running back that – I mean, tight end, excuse me, that people should look and pick uh, uh, Jacob Hollister. Yes. You got Jacob Hollister, Noah Fant. Jacob Noah Hol- Fant's another one, yeah. Yeah, Jake, Jacob yeah. Hollister, look at what he has been doing ever since. Uh, you're talking about 19.7 points and 20.2 points uh, against Tampa Bay, right? And then the Niners, who has uh, a good secondary. and he, You got to like that. It seems like he's an added weapon and pff, a tight end giving you that many points. I'll, I'll be happy if he just gives me 10 points. Yeah, exactly. No, if you get 10 points from your tight end, you really, at this point of it, you know, if you're just juggling them, you can't ask for much more. I mean, I think that Ed Dickerson could be activated prior to the team's game yeah, in Philadelphia. Is, actually, yeah. yeah, so it's it might maybe hurt him maybe, a bit, but, we, but you have to, yeah, it, it just attention. might. It, it, it also could not. It also could not hurt him at all, so. Well, yeah, even know about. I hope not. Uh, I like what I have seen with Jacob Pollister, especially wearing that number, uh, what, what, 46, 44 number? He's not even wearing like an 80 number. And I, I like know. that. I like that. If you were a professional football player, what would your number be, doggy? My number? Professional? What position, though? I don't, what position would you play? What position would I play? I'll play, uh, I'll play, I'll play linebacker. Give me 55. You? Swan? Uh, what would you play? I think I'd be safety, and I would be twenty-one. You look like a safety, yeah. <laughs> yeah you definitely, you definitely won't get burned. I would be, <laughs> I would be burned. <laughs> I would be either. Uh, I, I would probably, if I would play, I'd be either a tight end or I'd be a, a defensive or offensive lineman myself. And my number would always would be sixty-one. Why would your number be twenty-one? Uh, it just looks cool in the jersey. Fair enough. Cool. What was your number? Be fifty-five. Uh, num- the number five always been my favorite number as a kid. <laughs> That's it for that oh, yeah, reason. Nice. Yeah. So double five. Fifty-five. You know, in like uh, 
numerology where like numbers are actually symbols and actually mean things. Five is a number of chaos. You're reminding me of my girlfriend right now. <laughs> Does Rachel tell you about this? Really? About numerology? Yeah, You're that sounds chaotic like a person, Alex. We just went to girl talk. <laughs> this now this segment girl talk. Four is a strong number because like four four legs to a chair and then five is a chaotic or, or I thought you were going to say like the four horsemen and the figure I four. The six would have been more chaotic, no? No, five means like just chaos breaking apart from like a strong group. It's like chaos. So I'm a chaotic guy. That's what you're saying. Suits you well. I don't know. My number would be 61 very easily. Uh, my number 61 for everything. I played in other football teams and basketball teams. I get to pick my own jersey numbers and I picked 61 for everything. Interesting. Okay. 61st Street Woodside. Train station. Okay. Got to represent. All right. Woo, woo. That's the train woo. station. Got to represent 61st Street Woodside. Come see me. Oh, woo, woo. All right. That sounds cool. Who's that? Who's that? Who, who I try to imitate right now? Oh, uh, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were doing uh, it. Like, come see repping. me. Come see me. We got a problem. My bad. I thought, MVP, I thought you were brother. trying to look like. Uh, woo, woo. I'm about that life. The what's, one and only. What's the Spanish Lamar guy Jackson? from Half Baked? The Spanish guy from Half Baked. He's like, yo, why you make me feel inferior? Because I'm on the grill, B. <laughs> I take your Mexican friend here. It's like, yo, I'm Cuban, B. Yes, Cuban, B. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing that. Hey, so with Amari Cooper, because he was he he ended up getting injured, right? Yeah, but even though they expect him to play, they expect him to play. But if he ends Randall up Cobb. being a speculative, uh, let's say uh, out. What do you think about Randall Cobb? Yeah, Randall Cobb will be worth the pickup. Right now, you got to just try to, like, you know, yeah. if you're dealing with injuries, if you're dealing with bye weeks or anything like that, you still got to really go. There's a thing going on with Dak, but, I mean, if you could flip him or sell him, I, I'd sell. You're missing uh, wide receivers over there this week. Like, you're missing guys like Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins. Uh, you're missing Keenan Allen. You're missing Adam Thielen. You're missing Stephon Diggs. Uh, just to name a few. Mike Williams, of course. You're missing a, a lot of wide receivers this week of being gone. So... Yeah, uh, definitely he would be worth an ad, Randall Cobb, just in case that Amari Cooper does miss it. I mean, uh, Ma- Michael Gallup should have a good game. He's been doing really good lately. So, yeah, he's look- you saw that catch he made? That was a nice catch. I didn't watch the yeah, game, he's no. very strong. It kind of reminds me of like Heinz Ward a bit. Speaking of strong, I like A.J. Brown as well. I, I do, know, he, but I, he just, I, I don't know, uh, his health is what questions me a lot. Um, I, he had a good matchup this weekend. Um, didn't do much with it, so it's something to pay attention. What are you talking about, AJ Brown? He was uh on a bye, bro. I'm on Marquise Brown. I thought you were Marquise Brown. Oh, uh, Marquise, no, AJ Brown. Gotcha. Because you're talking about strong. AJ Brown looks like a big boy. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, but I know he, he had a disappointing. I, but Gallup doesn't run the routes that AJ Brown runs. AJ Brown runs better routes. I like AJ Brown. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, right now, he's a uh, buy low if you can in dynasty, especially, and of course, he's available in waiver wires. Don't so. Only thing with the Michael Gallup he, and the Ronald Cobb talk is I got a hard matchup this week against the Patriots. I mean, granted, the Patriots, I think. Ooh, I, that's tough. Yeah. I think, though, we've. I mean, granted, they're going to take it away to wide receiver one. So I hope that Amari Cooper plays. He has a bad game and Gallup has a good one. But I think, I think though, that what we have seen for the Patriots, especially fantasy wise, putting up those fantastic numbers, is because really of the lack of great quarterbacks and great offenses they've gone against. They really had a pretty easy schedule, if you really think about it. I mean, they suffered their first loss to probably the best quarterback they faced all year long, which was with Lamar Jackson. And they, I think they had a pretty easy schedule for the most part for the first beginning of the year. So, I know I know the secondary is, is beast mode for the Patriots. So, Jason Witten might be a good ad, a good streamer. I know he's rostered in 62. How is he rostered in 62% of leagues? Name. Just name, name. right? So Monday Night Football gave him that extra, like, Forty percent right now. Wow. Yeah, but so I, 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 I would assume he's like rostering forty percent, maybe. 
but sixty-two because he's a Dallas Cowboys uh, player. That's why I think I think the Cowboys still gonna be a good dude. Like like we mentioned before, look at all the look at all the quarterbacks Patriots have gone before to start the year. Okay, Ben Roethlisberger when he got hurt, so against Mason Rudolph, right? Um, then you had the Dolphins, Sam Darnold doing bad. You had the Josh Allen who makes mistakes, Dwayne Haskins or whatever the Redskins bad. Daniel Jones is doing bad, which he's good, but he's doing bad. Um, <laughs> Sam Darnold again. And then Baker Mayfield as he's doing bad. I mean, they lost to the Ravens, and that was going against the great, you know, which is now great, Lamar Jackson. And Carson Wentz is also hasn't been doing good lately. He hasn't been doing that good. Dak Prescott has been doing MVP type of year. So I think that Dak Prescott is going to do a good job still against the Patriots. We'll talk well, about that more against the next episode. Well, at least what Dak Prescott has is that he, he could at least run. So he could probably give you 20, 30 yards. That's, that's probably going to help at least balance out his output and his production. But I do not see him. Ending up like a top QB one though. Oh, real quick before we go, um, did you see that uh, touchdown celebration by Zeke? Oh yeah, no. that was funny. <laughs> he, imi- he imitated uh, Dak Prescott. I showed my girlfriend. Oh, was like, his little like uh, his little his, his, move. His little, <laughs> his little hips don't lie. Yeah, his little, little dancing move. Ooh, yeah. ah. Ooh. Ah. Real quick before we go, because I throw a little homework thing right here, which is great. Post by the license plate guy. In NFL history, only three times has a rookie quarterback thrown for at least 300 yards and four touchdowns with no interceptions. Guess who did it twice? Daniel Jones. Thank you. Daniel Jones. Don't, but he's not fantasy worthy, though. Just All throw right. it in there, though. All right. Anything else? No, just uh, plug in in our Twitter and Instagram, and I think we're done. Hey, All right, up? party people, as we always remember, follow us on BFB, uh, BFB Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. Hit us up on any single one of your questions that you have any time, any way to get to the help, as Juan is dancing to our music right now that he can't hear when he just goes to headphones. If you're rocking out, if you're rocking out right now to our Mosh Pit music, shout out to Progress for making the music. As always, hit us up at BFB Podcast, Instagram, and Twitter. Swan, thank you for coming by. We'll see you again here soon. Success of the last party, people. Peace. Love you guys, man.